The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thy prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thy anoint my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Psalms 23. Blessed be the name of the Lord, that his goodness and that his mercy follows us all the days of our lives, that everywhere that we go, when we wake up in the morning and our feet touch the ground, goodness and mercy is on assignment, that they have went before us to pave the way and move the detours and move the things that would cause us to be hindered throughout the day, goodness and mercy. Goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days, not some days, not three days out of the week, but all the days of our life. We can count on the goodness of God and the mercy of God to be with us. God is good. In the midst of everything that you're going through right now, I want to encourage you and remind you of the goodness of God. In spite of what it looks like, in spite of how it feels, in spite of what someone has done to you, in spite, in spite, in spite, God is good and he is on the throne and he is working it out for the good to those who love him according to his will and its purpose. Goodness and mercy has been assigned to you. On your job, goodness and mercy has been assigned to you. In your home, goodness and mercy has been assigned to you. In the schoolhouse, goodness and mercy was assigned to you. That you are not alone. That even though you may be alone and standing alone, that in the spirit you are full. In the spirit you are whole and complete. And you have a legion, legions of angels on assignment. You have the spirit of God. You have Jehovah Jireh. You have your Lord, your shepherd, your savior. And you have goodness and mercy. You are not alone. God is good. The Bible says to not worry about the things that are seen for the things that are seen are temporal, but the things that are unseen are eternal. That we have to get in tune with the spirit of God that we can see beyond what it is that we see, because what we see is limited to what it is that God wants to show us. But we must tap into the goodness of God and we must tap into the spirit of God that we can see beyond what's visible. We need to see what's eternal. You may be going through a hard time, a trial, a tribulation, a storm may have hit you. Pain, tears rolling down your face, but God is good. Even in the midst of what you're going through. That he's using that very situation to shape you. That he's using that very situation to cause you to rise up and be the man and the woman that he calls you to be. God is good. 
And so often we look at God and we just want the goodness of God and the joy of God and the blessings of God. But when the pain comes and when the storm comes, we look at him as if he's a monster. But he's loving even in the bad. He's loving even in the bad. That's where the mercy of God comes in because even though things are overwhelming and consuming, the mercy of God causes it not to be worse than what it could be because it could be worse. But the mercy of God has met you in that situation. The mercy of God met you in the doctor's room. The mercy of God met you in your house. The the, the mercy of God met you in that situation that brought you to your knees and caused the tears to run down your face. The mercy of God met you because it could have been worse. And instead of complaining and instead of looking at the situation and looking at how bad it feels and how bad it hurts and how ashamed we might be. That we can praise God for his mercy. Praise God for his mercy, for goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. He loves you. He is mindful of you. When you woke up this morning, he had you in mind. When you got dressed and walked out the door, he had you in mind. The Bible says that he knows the very numbers of his on your head. He has you in mind and it it doesn't matter what it looks like. He loves you. It don't matter what it feels like. He loves you with an everlasting love. A everlasting love is love. It, 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 it doesn't change. It, it doesn't lose its power. He's not man that he should walk away. He's not man that he should lie. His love is everlasting. And there's nothing that you can do about it. There's no sin. There's no choice. There's nothing that you can do that can stop the love of God. But what you can do is stop the hand of God by walking in disobedience and walking in opposition to what it is that he called you to do. But nothing can stop him from loving you. He wants the best for you. He wants to provide for you. He wants to open up doors that no man can shut for you. He wants you to know that his goodness and mercy are with you all the days of your life. So it's up to you to cry out to your heavenly father and say, Abba, Father, here I am. Open up the eyes of my understanding that I may see you in the midst of my pain. Open up the eyes of my understanding that I may see you in the midst of this situation. Open up the eyes of my understanding that I can see you in this thing that is breaking me down and bringing me to my knees where I feel alone. Open up the eyes of my understanding that I can see your goodness in this situation. There's a scripture that Jesus said, you may not know what I'm doing now, but you will later. That when you tap into the spirit of God, that even though that you're right smack dead in the midst of what's hurting you, that you can see past it because you can see into the eternal. You can see into the spirit and you can see the goodness of God and what he has in store and how he's using this situation to shape and mold you and cause you to rise up above who you are and causing you to rise up out of the miry clay and causing you to rise up from your past. There's more required of you. He wants you to come up higher. He wants you to stand in your right position. 
seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. You're victorious. You're more than a conqueror. You're not weak. The Bible says, let the weak say that I am strong. You're not weak. For greater is he that is in you than him that is in the world. And when you begin to tap into the spirit and when you begin to tap into the greater that is within you, the manifestation of his glory will be made manifest outside of yourself. Once you get out of yourself, it's time to remove you and place God for his goodness and mercy is waiting on you to acknowledge he is there. He is your shepherd and he leads you beside every situation. He's restoring you and strengthening you no matter how weak and feeble you may feel. And though you are walking through the valley, nothing can hurt you. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And no matter who's rising up against you, he's preparing that table before you. You are anointed to overcome every single thing that is rising up against you. Because goodness and mercy has followed you and they will always be there.